I think all of us who, who care deeply about kids in the next generation are concerned when we, when we see these statistics about anxiety levels in particular being through the roof. I'm seeing like, you know, like one in three teenagers developing anxiety disorders. And these then, you know, later in life can evolve into depression or evolve into addiction as well. So it's very worrisome. And I think that there's a lot that's going on. I think that kids are under tremendous stress. Um, you know, they're worried about, you know, things like, you know, their grades and their friends and their, you know, getting enough sleep and things like that. In fact, this, you know, kid once sent me this meme that said, you can have good grades, good friends or good sleep, but you can't do all three <laughs> at once. And that's just some of our kids, you know, a lot of them are, you know, worried about, you know, poverty or discrimination or where their next meal is going to come from. Um, and also worried about things like climate change and worried about things like violence in their schools. And so it's really, there, there is a lot on our kids' minds. And I think at the same time, we're putting more and more pressure on our kids without actually giving them a lot of tools for how to manage that. So we're asking them to do more and more all the time and to grow up faster in all these different ways um, and not giving them really healthy and helpful tools like mindfulness, like yoga, like um, just you know, mind-body regulation practices that a lot of times used to be just part of our everyday life was sitting around, being bored, staring out the window. And now it's like, stare out the window mindfully. We have to make time for that. And in a sense, we do, which is, which is too bad. But I think it, it can be really helpful. Things that used to be fun, like sports, now become this like competitive rat race for college. And things like that. And as kids, you know, see, you know, bleak financial picture on the horizon, they, they worry about, you know, will there, you know, will there be enough for them, you know, in this world in terms of jobs and natural resources, if we're not taking good care of them. And at the same time, I think, you know, there's not, um, you know, parents are learning also themselves. Parents are under tremendous stress. And unfortunately, uh, all of our emotions are really contagious but some of the most contagious emotions really are, are stress and anxiety that get passed on from parents to kids. Um, so, you know, I remember my, my pediatrician when my son was born saying something like, you know, I've seen a lot of kids without, anxious kids without anxious parents, but I've never seen anxious parents without anxious kids. <laughs> um, and, and I think really a lot about, you know, how, how do we, you know, what is it that's creating such anxiety and stressed out unhappiness in kids? And I think often it is that we parents um, and other caregivers too, learning how to take better care of ourselves. So we're not stressed out and miserable right? Because that's what's going to end up transferring to our kids. When we're able to be a bit more mindful and compassionate and present, that's really the best way to, to cultivate more mindfulness and presence and compassion in our kids. The more we can self-regulate ourselves, the more we can actually co-regulate with our kids. And then they internalize those skills, learn how to manage difficult and big feelings. And it's not like we're trying to get rid of those feelings. It's like learning how to manage those big feelings because that's a, that's a big part of life. And you know, a lot of us adults are, are learning and relearning how to do that, which is often why we come to, to mindfulness and um, yoga and these other practices, I think, for ourselves. So learning how to share those with our kids, I think, is so, so important.